Back in on After Hours, 610 Sports Radio. Breaking news out of Kansas State Wildcat country. Marquise Noel has announced that he will be going to the NBA. He says in a letter that he, not a letter, in a post on Twitter, to play in the NBA has been a dream of mine since I was seven years old, and I finally have the opportunity to turn a dream into a reality. Continue to pray for me as I embark on this new journey and chapter of my life. And never forget, every man a wildcat. Signed, Marquise Noel, number one. So a departure from the Kansas State Wildcats as they will lose their starting point guard, Marquise Noel, to the NBA. So good for him. A big announcement there uh, out of the Wildcat country. Um, Bad take. Different topic. Okay. I guess they didn't like the LIV stuff. Um, Either way, it is 8 o'clock. This is After Hours, and this is now our time for the out-of-left-field question. We like to do this every night. With opening day around the corner, I thought to myself, how do we translate baseball into the out-of-left-field question? Well, left-field baseball kind of seems that way. Obviously, that phrase means something else. Jet, you can get down on this as well, as I hope you do. The question tonight, 913-586-7610. What would be your walk-up song and why? Wow. That's a deep one for me because you know my love of music. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be better than Hunter Dozier's walk-up music. What is his Something by Matt Carney. It's really cheesy. I know you're unfamiliar with Matt Carney. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So this would not be my walk-up music. Well, but it I, needs to be. This? No. Oh, you're talking about, oh, this, okay, Green Onions by Booker T wouldn't be yours? No. Okay. But I think that the best walk-up music I've ever heard from any Major League Baseball player was when Chris Getz played for the Royals. Mm. He had the RBI baseball theme as his walk-up music, which I thought was pretty badass. For me, all of my hippie jam band stuff wouldn't fly, so I probably would have to go with... Wish You Were Here by Incubus would be my walk-up music. If That's I had to pick. walk-up music? Yeah. Lame. Kinda, why is that lame? Wish You Were Here? Why is that? Do you not like that song? Well, you have to explain why it would be your walk-up music. Because I like the way that it sounds. I like the music. I like the drum beat. I don't know. What would, would it be the introduction of the song, like right as it starts, or would there be like an excerpt of the song that you would have them play? Well, here's the problem with this question, mm-hmm. Dusty, is it was thrown upon me with about 15 seconds to prepare. Heck yeah. And that was what I came up with. And then you just pooped all over it. So I don't appreciate that. You're welcome. Oh, wow. Don't you end every show with do something nice for someone? Yep. How was that nice? Well, I got time. Oh, okay. I got 56 minutes. You gonna go buy me something from the snack machine? No. Oh. It's too expensive. Stop buying stuff from from the snack machine. Just cover your hand over the camera and take it out. Oh, is that what, is that no, what we're supposed do, to do? Don't do that. 913-586-7610. What is your walk-up music and why? 816 says, Crazy Train by Ozzy. The first 30 seconds of that song gets me going every single time. What's your walk-up music, smart guy? I don't know. It's hard to talk. Wow. It's wow. Hard. I mean, I have it. I mean, I just have multiple ones. Well, see, that's the whole thing. I have many songs. I don't know. I mean, if I really had to pick mm-hmm. a song, like I said, I think that that would be good because it's more on like a stadium type level. Um, but me personally, I'd go with First Tube by Fish. Okay. 
and everyone would be like, what the hell is this dude doing in the major leagues? I mean, Eric Hosmer's was a song by Travel and Little Scrappy. I don't know what that means. I can't really say the title of the song. Why not? Just do it. It's I got this back here. And, but it was no words. In fact, in that song, the sound effect is a bed rocking. Oh. And that was what his walk-up music was. I think John Cruck had good, or not John Cruck, John Buck had a really good uh, walk-up song. But if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, Born to Run, yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, of course. Because I know Horrible. I'm not clearing the fence, and I know I'm going to have to hit the deck running. And I'm born to run, man, because I don't have power. Well, I, I don't know if you're born to run. We need a video stream, and then I think people could decide whether you're actually born to run. Because looking at you through the glass, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say born to run. I'd say maybe power hitter. I didn't, I'm not say, I'm not a power hitter. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to clear the fence. I know I'm going to be a, a, a gap hitting. I'm a gap hitter. So I got to run, man. And I'm born to run because I don't have, I'm not born for power. That or I won't back down by Tom Petty because when I was a kid, they always played that song at the beginning of Royals games. They do like the Mike Sweeney would throw the ball to third then throw it to short then throw it to second. They do the infield routines. Going around the horn, I believe is what they call it. No, because that's when the catcher does it and he throws it to third and they throw it to second short and then the first baseman brings it back to the pitcher. That's you, around the horn. Are you sure it wasn't the highlight of Ken Harvey getting hit in the back with a Ooh. baseball that might have been? Who through? hit him? Aaron Guile? I can't remember. There are plenty of good Royals names that we could run down memory lane about. 913 says Road Dog Jesse James wrestling intro, the New Age Outlaws. Fantastic song. Absolutely. Again, the question out of left field tonight is what would be your walk-up music and why? Layla. Derek and the Dominoes play it. I thought Layla was Clapton. He was a member of Derek and the Dominoes, I'm pretty sure. T-I-L, today I learned. The instrumental opening to Shoots and Ladders by Korn was the John Buck walk-up song. Fantastic. Matt Stairs was Stone Cold Steve Austin's Breaking Glass. That was gnarly. Matt Stairs, also an ace of a dude, like one of the best dudes to cover in the clubhouse. He was so nice, always ready to talk, and even when he had a bad game, good dude. Like Matt Stairs. My walk-up song would be the T-Bones, no matter what shape your stomach's in. Pam. I don't know what that means either. Well, Pam knows what it means, and that's her walk-up song, so don't disgrace her. I, I wasn't disgracing anyone. I was just saying I don't know what that means, Dusty. Yesteryear by Pecos and the Rooftops. You familiar with that, Jed? No. Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai, because you'd have to be insane to let my 217 high school average having rear intake in a bat. Okay. 913-586-7610, your walk-up music and why. It's always an interesting question because you can kind of figure out someone's personality. Somebody says, J-Rock says, mine would be because I got high by Afro Man. Nice. See, that's a person after my own heart because one of my nicknames also is J-Rock. I didn't tweet or text that in. Oh, okay, sure. It looks like you're number 816. No, you're a 913 guy. Yep. Your number's 913. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. You can give it out. I don't know. What are they going to do? Call and say you, you know suck? What, you know what would be a really good one? Pony by, by uh, oh gosh, what is his name? It's not Jamiroquai. I just, I'm going to get roasted on the text line for that. Genuine. Genuine. Yeah. Genuine. Could you imagine walking up to that song? Somebody says, lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying by Bloodhound Gang. 913. You could probably get away with that now that Dayton's not in charge. 
Kodak Black, walk because I'm not swinging, praying I get walked. So that would be my reminder. Eric is Derek. Engine number nine by the Deftones from the 913. Mother by Danzine. That song always reminds me of Guitar Hero because that was like one of the beginner level songs. Like, Mother. Wait and Bleed by Slipknot. That's, in, that's intense. <laughs> that's intense. Only walk up regulators. Yeah, there you go. Could you like imagine? Imagine me walking up to the plate right now. Now batting number seven, Dusty Likens. That if Denny was the PA guy. And I mean, you just got a bat in your hand. You shake your ass. I might get a couple numbers, Jed. You walk up to this, you know you're cranking one deep. You but with the pitch clock, you with, wouldn't even have time to shake your ass. Or... Well, I would. I would walk to the. I would. I would do it. I'd make it work. I'd slide in there really quick to this song. I'd find some cute oh, little yeah, lady you'd... behind the first base dugout. Wink at her, give her the A-Rod, sign my number on the ball and throw it. Unbutton my jersey three buttons down like Martin Maldonado. Oh, Show well. the chest lettuce that I've got like seven chest hairs. You're definitely sliding in somewhere. Home that, plate. Oh, you better believe it. If this is your walk-up. You walk up to this song, Daddy, you, you're going to get some action. And you know that pitcher is going to be like, oh, he's got it. And that's going to throw him off his ring right here. You know, you point to the you point to left field with that 19 mile an hour wind blowing out tomorrow. You're getting laid. No doubt about it. You hit a home run with this is your walk-up song, you will get laid. Batter up by Nelly. A-hole by Dennis Leary from the 785. Do you really want to hurt me? Culture Club. Lou Uzi, I just want to rock. Can I say this on the air? Womp that trick from Hustle and Flow. Whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can say that. It's fine. We missed the dump button, so it's going live. It's too late now. We'll do it live. Uh, let's not finish that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to play us out, stinging the police. I don't know what that means. Walk with me in hell by Lamb of God. Freak a leak by Petey Pablo. That's a good one. Anything by ACDC. Fuel by Metallica, your favorite DoorDash bro. Stay safe in CVS, buddy. I don't know if you know this or not, but people DoorDash uh, novelties on Sundays. I just found this out. But I'm telling you, man, you crank this song when you're coming up to bat, you ain't striking out, man. No matter, You might strike out from the pitcher, but you ain't striking out with the ladies. Boats and hoes. 785, way to go. This is After Hours. I'm Dusty Likens. That's, Gen- that's Genuine Jed. I like that. My Pony would be my walk-up song. I've changed my mind. You blast this, baby. You're going to get a lot of action. Dusty Likens, Jed Marshall. This is After Hours. Coming up on the other side. You can continue to send in your walk-up music, but Pat McAfee and Mike Florio had a conversation that makes me think the NFL is destined for doom. All that next on After Hours. This would be a good walk-up song. My sister said hers would be Summertime by Will Smith or Walk It Out. Her name is Summer, so it makes sense that it would be Summertime. No LFO? No, wait, they did Summer Girls. Yeah. Never mind. I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. I wonder if Chinese food still makes them sick. I'm so disappointed because Bruce Springsteen is in Detroit tonight and he debuted Darkness on the Edge of Town. That's my favorite Bruce Springsteen song, and you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Uh... Via Harold Kuntz on Twitter, over 7,200 people in attendance at Allen Fieldhouse for the women's NIT semifinal for KU versus Washington. 
Jayhawks headed to win and likely host the WNIT final. I got a text from the lovely wife mentioning that Kansas is dominating in that game. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes was even tweeting about the the Jayhawk women. So hell yeah. Bless up. KU alum. I saw somebody, I think it might've been Toby cook Mm -hmm. mentioning that, uh, you know, it's sad that none of the locals are playing anymore. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends mentioned, well, that's not true. The KU women's team marching on to the final four. And it sounds like I don't have the game on ESPN plus, but it sounds like dominating and adding to possibly the women's NIT championship game. Mm. Because the men's team couldn't do it. Bunch of slouches. Did you see the video today of the Royals' $2 billion ballpark district proposal that it was revealed by Mammoth Sports Construction? Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome looking. Looks like a stadium that I would go to more often than not. Just saying. Um, closer nine inch nails. That'd be somebody's walk up song. <clears throat> I just saw one. Carrington yeah. in the hallway. I forget what he told me what his song was. Um, but he was feeling it. He even kind of got into that, uh, you know, that vibe. J rock says I'm in love with a stripper by T pain would be his from the eight one six big Papa by Biggie smalls would be his, I guess they were playing, um, Damn, somebody says from the 714, two of the dudes from LFO have died. Dot, 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 I think. Was it the good-looking blonde guy that, that did it? Well, let's hope not. I mean, is that a little bit like me killing Bob Barker? Are we just... It's it's the same path. That's sad if two of those guys are dead. I didn't know that. I didn't either. What does this... LFO stand for? I don't know. I don't want to speculate. Let's fall off. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I run this Wheezy F. I actually used this as my freshman year of college. Uh, true story. And then I'll get into the topic that I promised that I teased with. When I, I was this in, is better, actually. That's good. I, I'm okay with that. Um, by the way, the Super Bowl rematch, or the Super Bowl is on NFL Network, for those of you that want to watch that. It is 14-14 Chiefs-Eagles. I'll bet you $500 that Chiefs win by three. I'll take that bet. Okay. Um so when I was a senior in high school and I knew my sports days were over, um, they were over after my sophomore year, to be honest with you. Um, Bush light came into effect. Uh, women came into effect um, and high school sports were super political. So I was out at Blue Springs high school. One of the things that I would do is I asked the head baseball coach, his name, Brad Mayfield. I said, how can I be involved with the team? Obviously not playing. He said, well, we need an announcer and we need a scorekeeper. And I said, okay, I can do all that. And then behind his back, I went to all the players and I said, hey, I'm really good at burning CDs. Let me know what your walk-up music should be. And all like 12 players gave me a song that they wanted their walk-up music to be. And I would announce their name and play the song. Blue Springs High School 2006 was lit for baseball. Master of Puppets coming in from the 816. Big T and Shawnee, go ahead, man. You got the air. Yeah, hey, Dirty Werewolf. Thanks for taking my call. So, uh, got the Royals, man. They're, they're, they're starting the season tomorrow. And, um, you know, you're talking of walk-up songs. I like uh, uh, Rock Me Like a Hurricane. You know, of course, I, I, I'm the train, the original train. So, Crazy Train's always cool. And then uh, I think I've told you this before, if you like stealing bases, uh, you know, the man on the silver mountain by Richie Blackmore. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Dustin. I like when you do this, this is cool. It's a, 
it, it gets the people thinking, and you know, you got to come up with something. If you're actually in the major leagues, that that's what that's what it's all about, us, man. I loved your interview with Bob Kendrick, man. Anybody out there listening, if you hadn't been down to the Negro League Museum, you need to get there. It's a diamond in the rough. It's it's one of the best things Kansas City has to offer. I, I love it. I don't know if you've ever been there, Dust Man, but it's really cool. Uh, I, I love that you did that interview with him. Keep up the great work with the Royals. we got to pimp these Royals now. I know everybody wants to talk football while coming off the Super Bowl, but we got plenty of time for that. Tomorrow is opening day. Like Bob Kendrick said, it's always hope. And when we have hope, it's a new season. Everybody's zero and zero, and you just never know what the hell's going to happen in baseball. I can't wait till Vern tomorrow. I'm so excited about, about that cat. I love him. He's great at his job, Dust Man. And, you know, last but not least, everybody jump aboard the train, and as always, let's go Royals. The original crazy train. I like that. I like that he said that. Dusty, I went to high school with you, graduated in 04. Politics killed our school in sports, played one year for high school football, and got a scholarship to Mo West. Donahoe wouldn't let me play. Well, now he's a turncloak because he went to Rockers, so screw Donahoe. You can't go to the rival and then build a giant coaching tree. He took the head coaches South that won like four state titles. He took the head coach from Ray Peck and he's the head coach from blue Springs. And they went to rockers and completely killed everything. So yeah, he pulled an Orlando Brown jr. The team that's trying to beat you and does beat you. Sometimes you went and joined the hell with that. Misshapen hillbilly gal. Deke Dickerson. Is that who sings that? Deke Dickerson? Good Lord. Still have the squat record at 505 at Blue Springs and weighed 160. That's impressive. Um, I thought this was interesting. I always kind of tap into Pat McAfee's show. You can judge me if you want. I don't really care. Um, They had Florio on today, and I thought this was a really interesting discussion they had about the NFL in the future. Well, speaking of, you know, London and to your point, playing games every night and the money of the league, do you expect there to be a couple expansion teams, whether it be in the United States, Canada, maybe even London? Do you think that's coming in the next 10 years? I think it is coming. I think they're going to start moving that that number from 32 in time, 34, 36, 38, eventually 40. Quarterbacks is the key. Is there ever going to be enough quarterbacks to have 40 NFL teams? But I think that would be the ultimate maximum number. The commissioner said at one point last year he envisions the possibility of division in Europe. Two teams in London, two teams elsewhere in Europe. So you can't relocate four teams. At some point, there's got to be expansion. And when it comes to the the inventory, right, 18 games is the most they're ever going to get away with. So if you want to increase the total number of games so you can have games Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, Saturday night, at some point you need more teams to get more games. You think there's enough quarterbacks? You asked the question, I think, that a lot of us think. Pac, you think there's enough quarterbacks to have 40, 36? Yeah. You think so? I do. Cam Newton thinks so. Mm -hmm. I do. Well, he doesn't think there's. Well, obviously some of the first-round guys will have to play right now. Um if we expand it to more. Because we've got to think, like, the automatic comparison is the USFL or the XFL, but they can't get anybody that's even on an NFL roster. So that's three deep, at least, in most places. 32 teams, that's what, quick math, 96. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do, so that's not, so, like, the, the 97th quarterback is normally the one that's available, potentially, if everybody's scouting properly yeah. for these spring leagues. That's low. 
But like 30, there's backup quarterbacks in places that yeah. are good players. And then you yeah. add another your draft pick. You got to add the draft pick to it too. So I think it's possible. This is absurd. In my mind, this is something that can absolutely wreck the NFL, can bring the NFL to something that can make it less entertaining. I think what makes the NFL super entertaining is that not everybody gets a shot, right? I mean, you look at guys that come out of college that join the NFL that might have been fantastic. To give an example, Vince Young. Vince Young was one of the best college quarterbacks you've ever seen. He goes to the NFL, can't make the jump. You look at guys like Drew Locke, good in the SEC, tons of touchdowns his senior year, gets to the NFL, can't make that jump. Geno Smith can thank Drew Locke the rest of his life. There was a QB battle, now there's not. Geno Smith gets a three-year extension. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Guys can't make that jump because the NFL is so incredibly tough to make. You see it all the time. And if you're going to expand to 40 teams, you're going to be very similar to the product on the field that is the XFL. You're going to see more guys that maybe aren't as great as other teams. You're going to see an expanded playoff that doesn't make sense. We already have wacky wild card extension weekend or whatever they coin it as. And some of those games don't even need to be played. We already have discussions every year when there's a team that's not great. Could this team beat Georgia's team in college? The obvious answer is yes. Why? Because the NFL is such a high rate of successful talent that if it were to play these best teams in college football, it still would not be close because the percentage of good college football players, as opposed to good NFL players is still very minute when it comes to the talent, liquidating the talent of the NFL is not the answer. Eventually the NFL is going to have to get to a point where they have to just be satisfied with their product. They're already starting to dip down into levels that don't need to be touched. Another Thursday night football game. Erroneous. Don't need it. 40 teams, four in different countries. Don't need it. But the signs point to this potentially being a real thing. Roger Goodell's already said, we care about player safety, but we add more games on a shorter week because, well, some players tell me they like that 10 days off between Thursday and Monday. This is a serious thing that could cause serious problems for the NFL. On the other side, Travis Kelsey had something to say very interesting about one Orlando Brown Jr. I couldn't agree more because we compared it to Hogan's Bash the Beach heel turn. More of that on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Walk-up songs are coming in on the 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. Every time I work with you, Jed, I always want to go home and play Tony Hawk Pro Skater because that's what all these songs remind me of. Uh, by the way, KU women beat Washington's women 61-36. LFG. There you go. They'll play in the final tomorrow at Allen Fieldhouse, I believe. Is it tomorrow? Or do they give them a day off? I thought it was Saturday, actually. Is it Saturday? It's what the wife texted me. Okay. 
she probably knows more than we do, so we'll give her credit for that. that Definitely smarter than both of us. 100%. Um, 816, this is just greed, plain and simple, 40 teams, 100%. You know? It's kind of like the theory of the people on the Titanic. This is an unsinkable ship. This ship can't be sinkable. Okay. You mess with God to see what happens. You want to make your product super big. You want to add more teams. Good point here. Um, all 53 are NFL players. Most colleges have 10 to 15, question mark, somewhere. I mean, 10 to 15 is like your prime colleges, right? Like, remember Jonathan Abram in college, how good he was? And then the Raiders strapped him, and he sucks. He doesn't even play for the Raiders anymore. I think he I think he plays for the Saints now. I think he's with Tyron Matthew. Somebody says, nice, suicide machines, rule. So, Jed, you always have a fan when it comes to the music. Um, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen would be somebody's uh, walk-up song. That's actually a good song. I'm not a fan of Queen. Um, I don't really know why. I just, I, I respect them. I think they're great, you know, I think they're great for what, what music is. Uh, Freddie Mercury, one of the most talented lead singers of all time. But again, not my jam, but I do love me some fat bottom girls and bicycle. Maybe I do like Queen. I'm just afraid to admit it. Thanks again to Bob Kendrick for joining the show tonight. If you missed all that, you can check it out on the podcast. I thought it was a fun interview. I thought it was uh, very informative. Uh, As you know now, um, Bob Kendrick will be voiced on MLB The Show. Negro League players will be able to be used you can use Buck O'Neill, Satchel Page. I thought the 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 best thing he said is that Satchel Page's pitches won't be, um, they won't be labeled as fastball slider. You know, it'll be the ripper. You know, those type of things. So that'd be kind of cool. So you can maybe create a player and use those pitches. Um, Travis Kelsey kind of spoke out about Orlando Brown Jr. Uh, the other day on Twitter when he talked about Orlando Brown Jr. Uh, being uh, signed by the Bengals, saying it's kind of like going to the dark side, a team that you're trying to beat consistently, a team that's beaten you more often than, than not that you would like to admit, and then you go play for the competitor. Now, again, the NFL is, you know, big business. You're going to go and you're going you're gonna to try to, you know, Get your money while you can. If teams are going to pay you, then you might as well, you know, get paid by those teams. Again, this does make sense. And, you know, this shows you um, just, in fact, how tight of a brotherhood this is with the Kansas City Chiefs. And they don't forget, right? Like, no one was mad that Colin Saunders goes to the Saints. Colin Saunders had his best career year on the defensive line for the Chiefs, goes to the Saints. Now, again, I'm not saying that team, that guys are going to be like, you know what, I want to go to that team because I want to compete against my former team. Orlando Brown Jr. kind of gives me those vibes. Now, he doesn't give me the vibe that like Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman give me where they look at it as almost like a blind side or a, a breakup that they didn't see coming. Um, Tyreek Hill's situation, you know, traded to Miami. The Chiefs get draft picks that develop almost immediately. Sky Moore, part of that. Uh, that product that that did come of that, and I think that Skymore's production will go insanely higher next year. 
Uh, first career touchdown comes in a Super Bowl. That's pretty awesome to see. You can actually see that touchdown on NFL Network tonight as they're playing the replay of the Super Bowl. But again, it's kind of interesting when you see this. When you see guys from a team, and Orlando Brown Jr. wasn't just, you know, a random dude, right? Orlando Brown Jr. was a guy that, you know, protected the franchise. Orlando Brown Jr. was a guy that came over, fell in love with this team, had a lot of good dudes that he was tight with on this team, and then goes to Cincinnati. The other thing that this topic brings up to me is that Cincinnati, Kansas City is going nowhere anytime soon. In fact, I think it has potential to be even better, more electric, and more entertaining than Buffalo ever was. Buffalo was fun, and that's coming with the 13-second finish of regulation and then followed by the overtime win with the double move to Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone. That game, to this day, is still the greatest NFL game I've ever seen. Fully admit that. And I, I, I thought the Rams-Chiefs game was great. It did end up in a loss, but I still think it's one of the best football games I've ever seen. That Denver, or that Oakland, not Oakland, but that Vegas-Chargers game two years ago that was the last regular season game, another one of the greatest games I've ever seen. But when you look at what this means to the Chiefs when you go to Cincinnati... The Chiefs might have won the Super Bowl, but they have not one iota forgotten who Cincinnati is, what Cincinnati is about, and what Cincinnati is trying to do. Cincinnati's now main goal, like Buffalo's was, was to beat is now to beat Kansas City. That is the the cream of the crop. That is the the number one contender. Now I know that everybody will say once you win a Super Bowl, the target is on your back, and everybody is attempting to try to beat you and after you and trying to knock down the king. That's fine and dandy. But when the playoffs start, it gets a little bit different. And I still think to this day that the first game of the year that will be on Thursday night football. So does that get the Chiefs out of it, by the way? Like if the Chiefs have the first game of the year because they're the Super Bowl champs, does that count as their Thursday night football game? It does not count as their Thursday night football. So they could potentially play three Thursday night football games. What a crock of spit. I said spit. You heard it. There's a P in there. And... That's what the opening game needs to be. If the NFL is smart, which it sometimes is and sometimes it's not, they have this game as the first game of the season. Now, I know a lot of people want to say, well, let's let this game be a little bit later on when, you know, it it means more. Cincinnati versus Kansas City will never not mean anything. Because even if you play in week one or week 12, that game has massive, massive volume towards the rest of the season. I mean, hell, the Bills and the Chiefs played in like week five, week five or six this past year. And that game, basically, after it was over, everyone was saying, well, looks like the AFC is going to go through Buffalo. Wrong again. But Orlando Brown Jr. going to Cincinnati not only adds fuel to this fire, to the fan base. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably like, who cares that he went to Cincinnati? He's a left tackle. That's fine. He's still a member of a Super Bowl team that fought like hell to beat Cincinnati that lost in the regular season, then beat them in the playoffs, and now moving forward, it is the Chiefs' number one rival. So when you go to the dark side, it's going to be evidently obvious that teams that are currently, or members that are still currently on the Kansas City Chiefs roster are going to let you know how they feel about it. Right? Like, I could only imagine if, say... The station across the city says, hey, Dustin, come do this show. And I got crazy and said, okay, 
I would assume that a lot of my coworkers would be like, oh, he went to the dark side. We were tied over here. Our goal was beating the competition, and now he's jumped ship. Now we are no longer friends. I doubt we see Orlando Brown Jr. partying with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, like we see in that video of them in Vegas after they won the Super Bowl and the DJ's going nuts and everybody's got a Coors Light in their hand. You're no longer part of the clique. In fact, when you play this game on Thursday night, the first game of the season, Cincinnati, Kansas City, which I hope happens, I hope the Chiefs rub it in. I hope the Chiefs add multiple pounds of salt to the open wound that is still there in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, remember, sacked four times in the first quarter. Karloftis counted to it. Unveil the banner. Give out the rings and have a giant celebration of letting everybody know who the champions are. Kansas City Chiefs. how they get there? They beat the AFC contender, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, by the way, who's on the other side watching all this happen, reminiscing, thinking of the good times, bad times, to the text line who says they want that as their walk-up song as Led Zeppelin sings, very good? Let's do that. Let's have some fun. Let's have Kansas City, Cincinnati Thursday night. Let's bring Orlando Brown Jr. full force. Let's mail him his ring, and let's let everybody else that's currently on the active roster get theirs in a shiny box, hoist it in the air, see the banner of AFC champions go down, see the banner of the NFL Super Bowl champions go down, and then zoom in on Orlando Brown Jr.'s face because you ain't a part of this family no more. We wrap this show up. It's After Hours. It's Jed Marshall and Dusty Likens here on 610 Sports Radio. I don't know if you saw these downstairs on the front desk. They have uh, extreme durability, eco-friendly golf tees. So there's a bunch of them down there. I got I got me some. I'm a weirdo on the golf course, and I collect golf tees. Because you ever play with somebody, and they get to the tee box, and they just are so unprepared, and they're like, do you have a, do you have a, do you have a tee? I've always got like three tees in the back of my hat, so I'm always there for, for everybody on the golf course. And a cooler full of beer as well. There's also a six-pack in here. Um... I guess left over from Binkley and, and Carrington from Fulton Brewery. Sweet Child of Vine IPA. I'd assume that's yours now. I think so. It's a it's a hot boy. It's a 6.4. 6.4%. You think I could down these six tonight and then call you and sound sober? No. Okay, let's see if we can do make that happen. Please don't call me. Why? You've had enough of me in two hours? It hasn't been two full hours, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like at 9 p is kind of when we go our separate ways Okay. for the evening. 61-36 win for KU. They'll host Columbia in the women's NIT final on Saturday. Choked up about it? No, I just had a I, I, I jersey mics today. I don't know what it is. that. that Thank you, actually, for doing that, because yep. I know that all of the benefits went to uh, supporting, what is it, Braden's Hope? Yep, that's why I did it. It was for a, a good donation, and uh, I had a Larry David moment, a pretty big one. So, by the way, they are going to end Curb Your Enthusiasm after its final season this year. I'm sure you saw that as you're a big Curb fan. Um, because at Jersey Mike's, I'm on the point system as a, as a points member, and I go there to swipe my card, and I'm eligible for a, free, for a free sub. Can't use it. Couldn't use it today. Had to let the, the proceeds go to a good foundation. So, Jersey Mike's club sub. Best sandwich on their menu, which is 
extremely biased because there's like seven good sandwiches on their menu. I know B-Dub of Fesco in the Morning always gets the big kahuna. Um, the Philly cheesesteak is fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I like their Philly a lot. The only thing that's wrong about that is that's the one you have to order ahead of time because if you go there and you just go in raw and you're like, I'll do the Philly cheesesteak, daddy, you're waiting for at least seven minutes. Whereas like Club Sub, Mike's Way, No Onions, Relish and Jalapenos, sign me up. That's what I'm all about. What's the problem, though, with waiting a few minutes for a fresh, hot, delicious sub? Uh, there's not a problem. If you ordered ahead of time, pick it up, you're in and out. Right. But I guess my point is why would you, what's the issue if you have to wait for a few minutes while someone makes your sandwich? Mm. I don't know. I mean, do you get Chipotle still? I don't like, to be honest, I think Chipotle might be one of the most overrated things. It's fine, but no, Mm. like if someone, if you, for instance, were not hanging out after the show, Mm. but if you said, let's go get dinner at Chipotle, I'd say, I'm good. Let's go somewhere else. For sure? Yeah. I mean, I'd be fine with it. I could eat something there. The only thing I really like from Chipotle is the corn salsa. Somebody said we should have the KC Wolf deliver OBJ's ring. We don't even know where he's at. The KC Wolf or the man who's on the run? Ah, I guess that's, yeah. Because the distinction there, I'd be fine with KC Wolf coming into studio and dropping something off because he seems, you know, like a non-criminal. What's that guy's name? Wolfman? Is that the one that's on the run? That's you, I think, is your nickname. No, mine's the Dirty Werewolf. Wow. I'm not the Wolfman. Somebody says you need to try out chopped cheese. I've never heard of that place, but apparently it's, we need to try it out. I don't know, man. That new Chipotle burrito bowl that they're advertising, though, makes me think it might be worth trying. But again, Chipotle is another one of those. Business, business. And I don't know if I want to, if I want to dabble into that because, you know, I mean, I'll tell you, be honest with you. I found this absurd, but Alex Gold had Chipotle 171 times last year. Have Which- you? Is terrifying. Is there anything that you've had in a year 170 times? No. Maybe weed. Whoa. But I mean, I mean, it's legal in Missouri, so that's fine. It is. And hopefully soon sports gambling is legal in Missouri, so then we can go to the stadiums and start betting on the Chiefs. And hopefully weed's legal in Kansas soon. Well, good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean... That was the best joke of the night, and we've had some good zingers. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's one of those things. I don't know if that's ever going to, you know. Well, they have hardly any room in the state of Kansas to grow it, which is the weird part. Oh, yeah, a bunch of wheat fields. Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Yeah. Deal with it. Should have, dear Kansans. Um, But, yeah, I don't know, man, 171 times. I think my roommate and I did the math. It's like... Twice a week. I don't know if I've eaten anything twice a week in my life. Like maybe a Philly cheesesteak, but it was made at home. Like, and I just didn't have anything to cook. And I had some leftover stuff to make. Like leftovers, I don't really think count as twice the same, same twice a week. But I mean, 171 times. Yeah. With leftovers, you're not going out of your way to choose that. Like if, if someone was like, oh, well, you eat a turkey sandwich every day for lunch. Right. That's fine. But I'm you know, making that at home. I'm not going out of my way and spending money to go and eat the exact same thing 171 times. Yeah, somebody says it was 107 times. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that makes it better. Yeah. 
those 64 times they that said, he but the didn't point go, remains, yeah, that he sounds like a serial killer, yeah. I guess a chopped cheese found in bodegas throughout upper Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, and Queens. It is made on the grill with ground beef, onions, and mixed in melted cheese and served with lettuce, tomato, and condiments on a gyro roll. I don't know, man. I think it was 107. Sorry, 171 was a bit egregious. Um, but I yeah. really don't feel like it's all that egregious of you. The fact that, like I said, if you're eating somewhere over 100 times, it doesn't mm. matter whether it's 107 or 170. Either way, you should find a new restaurant. Somebody says Chipotle is way overrated and overpriced. I feel like it's reasonably priced, but it's definitely overrated. It's not that great. Somebody said, that boy, Dustman, you said maybe weed, LOL. I mean, sorry, it's legal, and sometimes we have stressful jobs. <laughs> like, sometimes I can't put my mind to sleep, you know? Exactly. Sometimes I got to, you know, I got to I gotta dip down and into a different style of bowl than Chipotle. Those video games aren't going to play themselves. The other thing I will say about the, um, the, the, the way that they do the hot, I, I've gotten older in life, and I don't like hot lettuce and tomatoes on sandwiches. I don't know what it is. I think even if I were to have like a BLT, I don't put the I don't put the tomato or the lettuce on until like I'm ready to take the first bite. Like I don't let it sit there and like get warm. It's it's quick, and I eat that thing. I mean, faster than that T Rex ate that dude on the Johnny on the Spot in Jurassic Park. I haven't seen Jurassic Park. What? You've never seen Jurassic Park? No. So you don't get that reference at all? I mean, you know, I think I understood most of it. It sounds like a man was eaten by a dinosaur. He was. He left the kids, and he was a lawyer. I can't believe you've never seen Jurassic Park. I've seen the second one. Terrible. It wasn't good. Yeah. El it's Pollo. a little bit like I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings except oh, wow. for the third one. And That's weird. Well, it, it sort That's of. being like I've never seen little, Star Wars, but I watched Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of those ones where my buddies all wanted to uh, go and ride around before the movie, and I didn't have any riding around equipment. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll go and watch this terrible movie that I have no reference of. You owe me $500. The Chiefs beat the Eagles 3835 uh, in the Super Bowl. Sorry. All right, I'll Venmo you. This gets really dark. Uh, more people have died from food poisoning in Chipotle than in all other fast food chains together. I felt like I've died after eating a spicy McChicken, but that's because it was so damn good. I just could have ended my life and just met my maker. You ever had a hot, crispy McChicken from McDonald's? I have. Yeah, dude. You know, you know that feeling, don't you? You take that first bite, and you're like, that was, that was where it was at right there. I didn't know you could get bacon and buffalo sauce on it as well. Uh, no, Dusty, it's three to four times a week. Not that hard of math. I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, you hear the music. That means it's my cue to get the hell out of here. I feel like we accomplished a lot, though. We had a fun two hours tonight. You know, you got John Crutz at the beginning with uh, with K-State Wildcats. Uh, by the way, uh, Marquise Noel opting to join the NBA, so props to him. He said he hopes he made K-State Wildcat fans proud, so e-ball, baby. Uh, again, we do this every night. Go do something nice for somebody. Be kind. It's cool to care. This world's ugly. It sucks, and it's hateful. Tell somebody that you like them. Tell somebody that you love them. 
just tell somebody that you respect them. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Jed Marshall. Kansas City, go enjoy opening day. The Royals are back. Stay safe, KC. Thank you.